Well, hello there. It's another 10-minute weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knife. I wish they were 10-minute weekends because on the weekends, you know, mm-hmm. the left controls the news, so they control the storyline, and they drop a ball-peen hammer on every conservative's head all weekend long. I mean, the news out there is that, uh, what is it, democracy? The biggest threat to democracy are conservatives, Republicans. Okay. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Well, Mainstream yeah. media printed that, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. Interesting thing, Bill. Did you see this? Trump-appointed judge blocks Joe Biden's moratorium on federal oil and gas leasing. No, I didn't see that. When he got into office, like the first day, he signed an executive order. Right. And in that executive order, there was a moratorium on oil companies drilling and looking for, exploring for new gas opportunities, fuel opportunities. And it's been like that for two years. Well, finally, uh, the case came up in front of a judge. The judge says, hey, the president hasn't got the power to do that. No, he doesn't. But here's the problem that I see with that. The, the good news is that can help mm. in a very short period of time the gas prices get back in line. But it's going to be under the Joe Biden umbrella. And who's going to take credit for it? Well, Kamala's going to be out there. See what we did? Well, I you know, it's going to be hard for him to take credit for that because he was the guy who stopped it. He was the guy who put the moratorium on it. Yeah, but he owns the news. So but i got to tell, tell you, it. Bill, a lot of people just aren't paying attention. No. They just aren't paying. Good friends of mine, people I've known for years who are not political, are kind of surprised that, hey, he has a a conservative podcast. I didn't know that uh, Jim was conservative. Did you know he was conservative? My goodness. The fact of the matter is uh, they have had busy lives, like like a lot of us, and they have had other things to look at. But I do think that we're getting to a point, Bill, where people are starting to look at. Well, they better look a lot harder because let me tell you <laughs> what's going on. With the, with the midterms coming up, it does look like the Republicans will take the House. Is that enough? No. We got to have the Senate, too. We're 50-50 tied right now. And yep. even though there are a lot of, Trump-endorsed Republicans out there. The problem that you're having right now is, according to the surveys, which I've never gotten a survey. Have you gotten a never. survey? No, you haven't. Nah. I bet you anybody listening has never gotten a survey. I did get one today uh, from, a, from a civic thing out in California. Hmm. Tracing it back, they do the polls and stuff, but they are, they are a poll for hire. And I got the poll, and uh, it is... It's purely a, a Democratic uh, poll if I got it here on the Well, that's thing. the problem, Bill. The problem is most polls are done by a side. And when you do a poll you, you, and you're, you're one side or the other, you usually are talking to people who lean in your direction. They want a skewed poll because that just makes them look stronger. The guy, right. in, the guy in Pennsylvania, Fetterman. Fetterman. I I hear people saying, you know, he's up by 10 points. I don't know how that can be, friends. I mean, seriously, if you are living in Pennsylvania and you are going to vote for this guy, that says to me that you are in favor of no borders. You're in favor of illegals coming across and coming into your towns and uh, using your services 
and not paying their fair share because they came in illegally. I heard somebody say, and it's so true, it's actually harder for a U.S. citizen to re-enter this country through JFK than it is for an illegal to cross the border uh, well, in, in Texas. Let's say that you left this country with your passport. You were working and yada, yada this and yada that. Mm-hmm. They go, well, I'm coming back. Let me ask you a question. If you're listening in a foreign land, and we have people out there listening in foreign lands all over the place, because we see the the little map with all the people, but maybe you're a no-vaxxer, and there are a lot of those around. Guess what? You can't fly overseas without the vaccination. There are jobs in the United States, even in New York, right across the border here. Mm-hmm. You can't get. Oh, you don't have. You don't have your papers. No card. You get the hell out of here. Can you uh, fly from like New York to Los Angeles without a vaccination card? I I think you can, but I am not sure. I, I am not going to sit there and say yeah or nay because you're talking Democrat state to Democrat state. You got an R in your forehead, and pretty soon that's what you're going to have to do, the scarlet letter, the big yeah. red R, yeah. so that they know who to target and make fun of because the the party of love is the party of hate, but they tell us that we're the part of, party of hate. That's the big headline this weekend. You know, Republicans are a threat to our democracy. As a matter of fact, they're saying the loss of Liz Cheney shows that is it's democracy against fascism what's interesting what? is she lost by f- over 40 points now mm-hmm. and she was re- she was interviewed like the next day or the i guess two days later by jonathan carl you would have thought she was the victor you would have no. thought she was the winner immediately they went from uh, liz cheney the uh, candidate for re-election to liz cheney the member of the january 6th committee and she so she maintained that level of importance in, in the uh, mainstream media and they were talking about, uh, well, you're thinking about you're thinking about talking with Vice President Pence about his role in January 6th and what what happened there. And she's saying, well, yes, I believe in the separation of executive power and stuff like that. But in this case, I think it was such a a, a grave uh, injustice. I mean, she went and she she's still trying to make it sound like it was 9/11. She's trying to make it sound like it's Pearl Harbor, and it was nowhere near any of those things. Well, it wasn't even near. It wasn't no. at all. And But they're taking the story and changing it. Now they're making it a pre-January 6th coup. Nancy Pelosi should not have gone to Taiwan when she did. She was even warned, told everything about it. Now they're going... Oh, it's terrible. Do you know there were threats on Nancy before 9 or uh, uh, January 6th? Oh, there were. Why didn't they tell her? She, 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 well, she could have solved the problem by having 20,000 troops that had been offered to her surround the Capitol and protect the Capitol. But that's not a part of that story. They're saying, well, why didn't they appoint the security? Why wasn't she told? She knew damn well what they were doing. And she, she did. Knew- damn well what she was in for and she knew damn well that she could have gotten the protection but she didn't but they have the media in their pocket so they sit there and tell you what they want you to believe and by god you better start paying attention to all the news some people speculate that things are so chaotic right now because the left is starting to feel the pressure like they've never felt the pressure before and they're starting, they to, they're starting to realize, though, that 
there are a lot of things that are hanging in the breeze. For example, the Durham report may be coming mm-hmm. down soon. And they're working on that that storyline too. But they can't they can't get a handle on it because it hasn't been released and they don't know what or who he's going to go after. But people like I'm sure Bill and Hillary are wondering, are they part of that? They should be. Hillary was oh, a part damn of well. It. Well, you know, an FBI agent that was involved with her and her stupid emails. Oh, but her emails, her hat says. Well, you know what? I hope that comes back and bites you in the ass, Hillary, because as the FBI agent said, you know what? We were far nicer to Hillary than we were for Trump for an accusation that's much much less. And you know what about those redacted files that got released? Do you understand what redacted means now, according to Nancy Pelosi? Well, these things of security that we just can't let anyone know. No, that's not what it is. You can take 13 pages and redact it to a paragraph, and it tells you it's a turd pie. It It tells you nothing. I think, well, President Trump said, I want unredacted evidence released. I want the affidavit unredacted, and they turned around and they redacted it. And if you've ever seen a redacted document, folks, it is is ridiculous. It's laughable because you may have a page, and on that page it may say, and... And then a big black line, but, and then another big black line. And again, I mean, it, it'll be a page well, of nothing. Why do they do that? Because now they can fill in the blanks because we know. No, they can turn around and say we, no, what they do it because they can say we released the affidavit. They can say they released the affidavit and they'll leave it up to the news and everyone else to speculate what was hidden in there and how dangerous it is because they want to do. They're circling back around the troops to Russiagate, which is the Hillary lie. But, you know, when you sit there and own the microphone, I'm sorry, you can't get on that microphone and tell the truth. You hear here, here, here's your story. This stick to the script. One more thing you may not have heard, you know, in in Los Angeles, uh, Mm -hmm. they had a recall for their district attorney, George Gascone, who's been uh, a useless sack of doo-doo for his term in office. I mean, he literally is, you know, usually a district attorney is a a servant of the people. He is a servant of the criminals, you see, which is a different approach to being a district attorney. You go out uh, to L.A., you commit a crime, you uh, go in front, you know, you get arraigned, and the D.A. uh, immediately drops the charges and wishes you a happy day. That's George Gascone. Well, they had a recall for this guy, had a ton of signatures on the recall. They placed it in front of a like-minded, liberal, left-leaning judge, and that judge said, well... I'd say at least like a third of those of those signatures uh, weren't appropriate signatures and they don't qualify. And off they went. Gascon's uh, recall was dropped and that was it. Now, I, I would think there'll be another one down the road. I can't imagine they will just let that lie. But once again, the, uh, the left does another illegal thing and gets away with it. And that's driving people on the right who believe in the law and who live by the law. We're getting a little sick of this. Yeah, but the Democrats say they they go by the rule of law. Yeah, their law to their advantage, and that's all there is. Okay, so we're a little over ten minutes here, but we've had a I'm lot sorry. of fun. It's it's awfully hard to uh, to control ourselves. We just get carried away. But we shall continue with this on Monday. We'll have a lot to talk about because 
That's like a day away. And you know what happens in the course of a day when it comes to news. Hopefully you will join us Monday on It's Another Day. And we'll probably pick up where we left off because there's a lot more of this game. <laughs> yes. It'll be hard to get Bill to uh, add his two cents because he's a no. very shy kind of guy. You see, but Well, you know, it's, it'll be Monday. And when I wake up on Mondays, I'm going, God, I wish this week was over. Thanks for listening and join us on Monday for It's Another Day. 